This is JFM Podcast. Beautiful morning to you then. Thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to the show. Let's talk. It is the 12th day of December 2023. Another good day to look at what might seem to be a theatrix in the River State um, Assembly yesterday. What seems to be like a lot of thespians showing their um, acting abilities. I want to put it that way. And also um, the discussion that took place in Abuja with different West African heads of states coming together and talking about the coup and attempted coups in Guinea-Bissau and Syria Leone and also Niger, Mali and Burkina Faso is what we will be looking at today. But welcome to the show. My name is Abigail Sima and the political landscape in River State has undergone what I want to describe as a system, systemic shift. And has marked a very significant turning point as 27 out of the 32 lawmakers officially defected from the People's Democratic Party to um, the All Progressive Congress. Now, this mass defection has not only what I want to say altered the composition of the state legislature, but has also accentuated the deep di- division, I mean, within the political fair. Well, welcome. My name is Abigail Seaman. I'm not alone. I'm joined by Gilbert Joseph. Gilbert, good morning to you. Good morning once again, Abigail. And... Politics has a way of affecting every Nigerian, mm-hmm, every earth citizen, if I may, regardless of where you live, provided that um, there is some politicking, which is, of course, a key component of human existence because, as philosophers will say, man is a political animal. And, of course, in River State, um, that is where the pendulum has swung into. Um, well, the big catch for me is about governance. What's the state of governance right now in River State? When politicians do these things, when um, they get to the battlefield, who gets to bear the brunt and all of the accompanying you know, components of what that is. So um, it's exactly what it is for River's people, for River State. But I, I want to, like people will say, play the devil's advocate. I like when people play play devil's Yes, advocates. yes. And here's the trick. Mm. When did we come out of the last general election? Still. Everything, everything with the swearing in and all. It was May 29th. May 29th, yes. So, where are we? This is December 12th. And you have these things happening. So, it tells a lot perhaps about the character of people. Mm. It tells a lot about the way in which people handle events the way in which people just escalate certain things that could be dealt with internally. You never can tell what they're sitting on. Mm. But the point is that when you are Siminalai Fubara, you should be able to prove that you have exhausted all mechanisms before going into this sort of fisticuff with your boss. You know. But the fact that we're seeing this early on, when you even have a case, still, you know, going into the Supreme Court, also still at the Supreme Court. Mm. Judgment hasn't been delivered on that matter. And this is still ongoing. What are you saying? You know, so it meant that perhaps you had a premeditative script or an attempt to just say, look, I'm going to work with you. I'm the boss here and I'll call my shots. Agree that's possible. That's what should be. But there should be a limit to all of these things in the interest of the general good and the general peace of the people of the state. Well, this is a conversation we'll be holding, of course, in the coming minutes. Well, for the case of River State, um, when I when I saw that happen, uh, my mind was, went went spiral. I just went to different places. First of all, I wasn't even thinking about the lawmakers. I first of all was thinking about the citizens of River State and how this would affect policy and decision making for them. I also thought about how this would affect them in general because it has seen it has been like ever since Fubara came into office, it has been as you said, 
a pandemonium from the onset. It has never been a point where they could sit down and say they have had what we call we will call good governance. It has just been one one crisis here and there. Remember that the state house of assembly was burned too during the protest. There were a lot of things that happened. Even the speaker's house too was was vandalized in in that in that case. And it just makes me wonder: Are we really putting citizenry or putting citizenship um, citizens? Um, well-being on the front table. It seems like governance is just for the elites and the elites alone and just running their own affairs. And it's like, you, I, I fed you, why are you biting me? Why are you biting the fingers that fed you? And that, that's what seems to be playing. But we'll look at it and try to see what um, this grave impact or this grave incident will do for the people of River State. And we're joined this morning by Mr. Caesar Pai, who I would like to tag an advocate for good governance. A lovely morning to you and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's good to have you here. I'm sure, yes, it's not. It's no longer news. Everyone saw it play out yesterday, how 27 lawmakers at the River State Assembly decamped from the PDP, that's the People's Democratic Party, to the All Progressive Congress. Mm -hmm. One would want to ask, and I wish we had um, a representative from there to ask really what was the factors that were in play. A lot of people said they were all wicked loyalists who were trying to form a, um, a barricade or another fraction and saying we're going to move with our leader and a lot of people have questioned that act that if that be the reason why then it is not something to applaud and i want to get your point of view if you share that same sentiment and, and if you believe that their actions because a few of them have given reasons for the action not a lot have given reason for the action so what is your point of view do you think that this is something absurd to do or did you see this coming yeah thank you very much uh, abigail once again good morning gilbert uh mm. once again i think uh let me take a cue from one of the, the points that Gilbert earlier made with regards to the situation in the country. Mm. For me, you know, remember it's not long ago that uh, we've been crying out of the judicial, you know, inconsistencies that we've experienced in the last uh, few months yeah. with regards to how court cases have been determined vis-a-vis -vis outcomes of electoral issues uh, in the aftermath of the 2023 general elections. And here we are having another crisis at, at the same subnational level, mm. which to me is an extension of what we are just we, uh, witnessing, even though this one is coming from a purely political perspective, yeah. not a judicial. But it's an extension. Why am I saying it's an extension of what we've not finished uh, tackling? which is the judicial issue, is the fact that uh, th this issue has to do, there is, is, is a coin with two sides. Mm. Is a coin with two sides in the sense that, in fact, I, I, I've taken my time to go through what just took place at uh, in River State. And then some of the analysts, you know, even this morning, people have been speaking a lot about the issues. Yeah. And you look at it from one perspective where, People are saying that this is a pre-planned something. Mm. That is a pre-planned something because now they are, the, the judiciary is still being indicted again. That's why I said it, it's somehow an extension. Mm. It's being indicted in the sense that people are feeling that, okay, what are the criteria? What was the criteria used? Because the PDP has reacted to say, if you don't take action, you know, on the 27 lawmakers that have... Because it's, it's unconstitutional. Definitely. Yes, that their, their seats should be declared vacant and then INEC should conduct um, fresh elections, elections. to mm. fill in those vacancies. Now, you will see it from one angle. And one of the analysts point, clearly pointed out, it, is, it has been alleged, it is, it is an, uh, you know, something that we have not confirmed. But that this thing is a pre-planned something because they, they, they themselves, they knew that they were going to do this thing yesterday. And so for a very long time, they've rehearsed that okay if we take this step this is the outcome it will go against us and what are we going to give the justification again they said in the same constitution that it gives reason that when you are decamping from a party you must give a critical reason one or two mm. and one of the critical reasons is the fact that when you are decamping from one party to the other while you are still occupying a seat is that you should be able to attribute your reason to the internal crisis yes. happening in your party and so that is the one of the first reasons the, the, the lawmakers give, mm. that it is due to the crack in the PDP. Yes. And that is their justification. So you see, it has been clearly rehearsed. That suggests that they've rehearsed that and to give a reason mm. to counter what the Constitution is saying so that their seats will not be declared vacant. That's number one. Number two reason is the fact that the governor has refused to release their November grants. But me and you know, 
that in this country we've had even in this state there was a time that uh, lawmakers complained that for three or four months or six months they've not gotten their constituency allowance they've not. so what makes it just one month and november this is just a week or two after the 30th november yes and then you just expect and that's the excuse they've given for, mm. the, for the past just for the past two weeks so what happened in the past uh, in other states where you've had lawmakers complain that they've not seen their allowances for six months and or, or thereabout so it's just the, is it just because of this one month allowance that you are just so you think it doesn't hold water you know yeah yeah for me it doesn't hold water because there are and then someone again there are pundits that are saying okay we've not heard from governor sim his own side of the story because there are other uh issues where he is alleging that he has not seen any money you know we've not heard from him but that's some these, these are some of the comments or statements being made that he has not seen any money so again there's another perspective to it where it is alleged that maybe the monies that he's supposed to get from the federal government or so or thereabouts mm -hmm. You know, he's not for getting that money. So there's sabotage somewhere, even though it has not been established. Too. Well, he had spoken, he had alluded to sabotage. Yes, yes. Thank yes, you. Previously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you see, these are some of the things that when you begin to look. But above all, let's look at it from the perspective of what is happening in Nigeria. Like he, Gilbert rightly laid the foundation. This is barely eight months since uh, the new government took over yes. from the federal to the state level almost 27 or 28 states that elections were conducted and where officials government officials have are barely trying to settle down to begin the tax of nation building at their state level at the federal level and then we are having we are enmeshed with judicial issues we are enmeshed with political issues back and forth you know this is not what nigerians bargained for this is not what because at the end of the day whatever decision that has been taken whether we like it or not both the politicians and the electorates were all standing on banana peels mm -hmm. because there are repercussions at the end of the day especially what is happening in rivers there are security reports that are even emanating even groups are beginning to talk that people expect the president to say something and that is why again based on the past judicial you know issues that we've been experiencing mm. people have been saying please you we know of lawyers pundits have called for the president to wade into some of these situations because it's beginning to feel as if the poli the electorates don't have a stand mm. again in mm. this country when you look at the politicians are trying to exercise their own rights on what happens in within their own jurisdictions or where they control politically mm. the judicial officers or the lawyers or the justices or the judges sorry are beginning to feel oh we can actually have our own way to exercise authority over some certain form of you know so there are inconsistencies so nowadays it, and people are beginning to predict and uh, raise fears that if the way we are going to after 24 years of uh, uh, returning back to democratic rule mm. and in the 24th year whether rather than we trying to establish good governance and then stabilize the polity the polity is being heated up and the danger is this the, the, these things will lead us to anarchy which god forbid we don't pray for such mm. but you see the electorates you know this, that is how revolution starts when you look at the history of revolutions in so many countries it comes as a result of disenchantments because of the outcomes of such you know uh policies or decisions of either politicians or government or lack of intervention where the the government is supposed to intervene and that is why for us we uh, people have been crying out that let the president wade into this issue he had initially uh, intervened in the river state issue but it's as it's as if nothing is happening mm -hmm. and then he is the commander-in-chief and so when you look at the 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 the, the, the geopolitical the security the socio-economic implications of this yes. and this some of the outcomes of these things like i said is an extension of what just transpired in other states when you look at Kano, you look at rivers you look, you look at plateau you look at zamfara yeah. mm. these are key states that you don't joke with that you whatever that will need to be put in place whether diplomatically and any kind of issue let something be done about it i wanted to ask um how do you perceive the shift in this political alliance and the impact it will have in the power of balance in the state legislature and river state yes you see you see you don't even know what will because in fact already there are two factions yeah already yes there are two factions already yes the other faction they may not be much and so the other faction might feel as if they form the quorum mm. and so on but you see we, we, we when you, you and me are witnesses to the fact that each time 
there is a threat to the executive seat of power mm. at the subnational level. You see what you saw, you've seen what uh, took place in Edo State in the last few years where the governor had issues with the legislature and he had to lock down the Even here in Plateau State, yeah, shortly before the handing over, we yes. saw where the governor locked the House of Assembly. We've seen it. So it has happened in other states. And so what we are witnessing is the fight for survival of state power. Mm. And so the balance of power is the fact that, you know, you have one faction where the executive will be supported because now the governor will be fighting for his survival exactly. yes of mm. his seat and so there's that tendency and that is why what is going to happen ahead we are not praying for doom but you see and that is why the commander-in-chief needs to waste it because it will affect the balance of power on one side where you have the 27 lawmakers now they are having their support from the ex or the former governor, governor. And the former governor is a federal member, is serving, is a serving federal minister yes. in the Federal Republic of Nigeria. You may not know where his powers are coming from. Mm. Yeah, whether it's he's using his own independent political power based as, or, uh, on the fact that he is the godfather of the state or whether he is drawing his powers from the federal level, you can't see. At the state level, you, have, you are dealing with somebody who is the chief executive officer and the chief security officer of the state. He has all the powers at his disposal. He controls the security of the state. He controls the resources. He controls the political appointees. So mm. a, a lot, we, 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 we hope to see a lot of things coming into play, but we hope it doesn't lead us to a, a state of anarchy. No, interesting. I'm just okay. Yeah, leaders in the past who were able to manage their relationships mm. with successors, mm. we have seen that happen, but not quite as much as one would expect. Mm. The closest example are Borno State, mm -hmm. Kashim Shechima. Yes. He was able to just give um, Baba Gana Zulum the sort of leverage, the sort of space that he wants to operate in. I think it was just about once a rumor flew that yeah. they had a rift, which both of them came out to clear. Mm -hmm. And that sort of event has, has never happened again. You have Akwaibo mm -hmm. with Gotulak Pabio and Udom Emmanuel. It was relatively a calm. How do they achieve this in your perception? And what exactly is the... Because like you had, mm. and you concurred with that, mm. by the way, mm. Sim Fubara should, if this was to come, certainly not now. Perhaps if you are getting closer to the next election, you would say, okay, there are interest, and this man is trying to just shortchange me. Like mm. we had Ambode and Tinubu mm. in Lagos, mm. you know, but that is not the case. Is patience really a virtue in the political space? Or these guys just play politics and look at the immediate? Mm perhaps in hunt of freedom, like Sim is trying to attribute, you're caging me, I have to breathe, you know. So what exactly is the problem with Nigerian politics and Nigerian actors in your perception? Yes, you see the problem, you see, like, again, I think I once said it in this program, like, about a month ago when this crisis started between, uh, between Sim and... Uh, and I had to look at it also from two angles to say Sim was quick to react again you see the nigerian poli political situation we is this we, we've not grown to a certain level like in advanced countries that you hardly see politicians having this kind of problem or you've not had me have not had it in anywhere in this country but you see people always attribute it to this issue of robert green's 48 laws of power mm. law one do not outshine the master and it seems nigerian politicians seems to be applying that law very well whether you are a mentor or a mentee of a politician now, I felt truly, no matter the kind of demands, even though I'm not justifying you condoning where a godfather is trying to over control you. And like you said, you gave a vivid example. You see, again, it's, it, it also boils down on the other way around, on the side of the godfather, of you trying to wield complete political control. It doesn't work like that, and it can't work. You see, these states that you have given, and thank God, we are witnesses that some of those people had their own problems internally as if they were the, between the godfathers and the godsons mm. but eventually there was a way they found their way and they neutralized because you see i found out in this life especially in politics you cannot have it all at one point in time or the other whether that your godson he has to breathe that godfather you need to allow your godson it's just like a father grooming his son and then at a point in time in life, you will have to allow your son. You know, it's like some parents that are grooming their children up to the secondary university level. And someone will tell you, my child will not go anywhere. He must remain with me in this house till secondary school. And it, it comes to a level where you need to allow the child go and fend for himself. Mm. 
Now there will be a point in time where within the family you begin to say, Kai, this child is not behaving the way I want him to behave. I, I do spoon feed him. What happened? Something is wrong somewhere because you've not allowed that child to go and go outside and see and you know have that experience himself of what it means to fend for yourself to live. And so it happens in politics. You've not allowed that politician. You want him to take over from you. You don't expect him to remain where he is. He, he also needs to explore. And so it's all about negotiation. Is that politics for you? Continuous negotiation. We should have a line. So did that look like Sim had attempted to negotiate with the former governor? Because this is, to me, it came so suddenly. It came so suddenly. If it were he had attempted to negotiate, he, I, I think they, they would have had a negotiation before he came into power, which there's a disconnect somewhere. For him to wanting to establish himself, for me, on one hand, it shows that perhaps the negotiation they had, maybe is either the godfather is trying to overstep his boundary based on the earlier negotiation they had, or they never negotiated. It was when he came into power that I think the godfather wants to negotiate and say, this is what I want, or this is how I want you to run the government, and then Sim is not comfortable, which that would have trash, been trashed before coming into power. So there's a disconnect. They were allies. Yes. They were allies. These allies. are yes. people that supposedly knew yes. themselves. Yes. If you knew your godfather for crying out loud, okay, this is his style of leadership mm-hmm. or this is his approach to issues, mm-hmm. should that come to you as a surprise? It, it, should, it is a surprise for me because I feel they would have negotiated earlier. But now that it's coming, for me, it's a surprise too early. It's seriously a surprising thing that within eight months mm-hmm. and then you are beginning to have a problem with your godfather. For me, it's a surprise. Well, according to some speculations yes. out there that um, 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 Wiki, who was the former governor, was expecting some certain amounts from the current governor of River State, and it seems like he had not met up to the bargain. No, I think Wiki, in, in one of the recent interviews... That's that was I, I call it the speculation. He, he denied, yeah, he, yeah mm. he denied it. He said, what is it that he wants that he doesn't have? It is, it, And then his own uh, dimension to it is the fact that he wouldn't want to sit down and watch somebody destroying the political structure, structure. he they has worked so uh, hard yeah, to yeah, that worked so hard to so why, why don't if, if it's a yes. political structure you worked so hard yes. to build you have definitely the people voted for Barra in power fantastic why don't you have that uh, vote of confidence that he would be able to do to power why 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 do you think Wiki is still trying to, uh, I don't want to Put it as if he yeah. is, but the the what we are perceiving or what people are perceiving out there is like still Wiki is still trying to control. Yes, you see the problem. You see the problem. There, this thing is like a, a a monster that was being created somewhere. First, looking at the PDP at the national level, and then looking at the position of Wiki. Now, you you can't say whether Wiki is in PDP or is in APC. Mm. That's right. And so now. Some of the tweets that came, I was going through some of the tweets this morning, and there's a tweet that captured my attention and that said, PDP did this for herself, that you would have used every mechanism in place immediately after your primaries or after the elections to handle Wiki, but you allowed it. It was like a monster that you were building, and look at it now. It has grabbed you in the neck. Now, on one hand, it's not rosy for PDP. PDP is not finding it funny now. On the one hand, Again, Wiki himself has to be careful because he's dealing with a, a, a president that he is an appointee of government. He is not an elected public office holder That's now. True. He is an appointee. And the governor, the president has appointed you based on his, uh, on his own will. And you are serving based on the president's... Yeah, yeah. Now, there's that tendency you don't know. The presidency is also watching. And they will have to use a long spoon to dine and wine with you because if you are able to do this to your party and you are serving me, there's that tendency you can do that to me. And you think that this president has the sort of reputation to cushion anybody with his antecedents as well? Does he have the moral right to Mm. perhaps call wicked to order? And on the one hand, there should have been some negotiations Mm -hmm. before, you know, his alliance with the APC as it were in the election. So to yeah. what extent can the president's intervention? Now, I think, I think for me, there was an, uh, a negotiation between Wiki and the presidency because for, the, for him to have worked for them eventually during the 2023 presidential elections where, you know, at least the president got an appreciable number of votes from River State, that's number one. Number two, again, perhaps it was the reward 
of him being uh, making River State to uh, APC to win, and that's why he was appointed a minister. And you are beginning to see some River sons and daughters, especially from the PDP extraction, being appointed under the present federal government. So that shows you that there are some form of negotiation. Now we don't know whether it is the an extension of that negotiation now that is now making uh, is now creating what is happening in River State. But again, I can't say it's an extension because now what is happening. Perhaps there are further negotiations that are being done because for these 27 members to come out to fly the flags of ABC to say they are now members of it, it means, again, there's somewhere, something somewhere else. There's another negotiation that has taken place now for the, uh, for, the APC, for the PDP members to now say they are formally decamping. And that is why I said it's a danger to the People's Democratic Party now because officially you have 27 out of 32 Two. members mm. cross-carpeting. Gladly enough, you yeah. mentioned the role of the PDP. And they also said, look, the party didn't attempt to intervene in all of this. Mm. And isn't that a lukewarm that I want to think Sim was neither here nor there? Mm. Because at first you were working with your predecessor, mm -hmm. who the PDP, whom the PDP knows is not on the same page with them. Mm. And you took this alliance. I, I really can't make out the rapport, the sort of relationship he has with the PDP. But would the PDP have helped to rescue him or to perhaps bring some sort of stability in the River State House of Assembly? You see, there's also uh, what's going around, which I've not established yet, but it's going around that in the first instance that Wiki is seen to be the major financier. Or again, this morning I learned that most of the NWC members of PDP are from Wiki's camp. That has always been the case. Yes, it has always, has always been, been the, case. the case. And that is what we have on ground now. So now it has put placed the PDP in a dilemma on how to react to Wiki's excesses, which is affecting the party. Again, secondly, they see Wiki as the major financier of the party. Now, aside that, Again, when this crisis started, one of, apart from one of the uh, uh, issues of uh, him requesting for money from the governor, one of the accusations is the fact that he had instructed uh, Fubara not to be attending PDP meetings. Mm. But Fubara is feeling, uh, after all, I'm in PDP. It, I came through the, the vehicle. It's a vehicle. The PDP is the vehicle yeah, that brought me to mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. So I need to see what I can do to... You know, thinking that they will have a kind of relation. Okay, you'll be doing your... AP. I think that's what I was expecting them to do. That Okay, while you are neither in PDP or PDP, you, let me allow you. You've brought me to power under PDP. Let me play. There's a way they would have played their cards. But I think Wiki, again, like, again, that's the dilemma we are having with our Nigerian politicians. You want to have it all. And that is the danger. I think Wiki wants to have willed complete power over what happens in River State and over what happens in the PDP. And so that is where, again, there's a disconnect and which I, I think the PDP has found in, uh, itself in and Sim Fubara is trying to remove himself on tr or trying to play, you know, a smart one by also trying to say, okay, let me extend my hands of friendship to the PDP while mm. my boss is doing his thing in APC and that shouldn't be a problem. But again, we don't know what is happening behind the scenes. Again, like I said, for a whole 27-member House of Assembly to say they yes. want to become, mm. something is fundamentally wrong somewhere. And how, how, do you, how, do, how do they fix it if you were to prefer a solution? How do they fix this? Because this is definitely going to affect decision-making. This is definitely going to affect policies. Yes. A lot of things in River State. So how do they fix what we would want to tag a mess in River State? It, it will not just affect the politics, but security-wise. Mm. And that is why, for me, again, this, it is, it is, the honors lies on the President and Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces to intervene immediately on this issue and fix the issue or to continue the negotiation he had started because he had called them sure. earlier. Yes, he had. Yes, because like, you know, like I told you again, activists are beginning to, and that's why we said, let's wait for the coming days and see what is happening mm -hmm. because River State now, there's tension in River State as I talk to you right now. You know, we from the comments from what we've seen and you don't know what will happen and some of the people are saying that they are going to stop the members. They will see where because they elected them to that office. And so if they had wanted to cross carpet, they should come and seek, come back to their constituencies and say, we want to go to this party. Do, we, do you allow us? Mm. Now the voice of the people, and that is why I said the danger in Nigeria is that the voice of the people is not being determined. On one hand, the judiciary is playing a, a game. On one hand, the politicians, the political actors themselves mm. are the ones deciding what the electorates have already established on ground.
Overall, the issue of structure has been instructive in all the things that Wiki said. Mm. Uh, he dispels rumors of nurturing an ambition mm. at any point in time, you know. But is that something we should be taking to heart? Um, otherwise, why is the structure relevant in the sense of, um, of all of these things? And the survival of Sim mm. at this point, mm. can he survive a tested, and with all decorum, I use the word, mm. warhorse? Because politically, he's an asset, Governor Wiki, mm. former Governor Wiki, mm. wherever yes, he goes yes, to. Yes. So can he withstand the man? Who Can he withstand? Kubara? It seems. Can yes, seems can, withstand Wiki? Yeah, yeah, you see the problem now. First and foremost, let me address the first question of political. Like yes. you said, perfect. The issue of structure is political. And I want to look at it from Wiki's perspective. Now, which what is the perspective? And it's just a simple answer. You saw the role he played prior to the 2023 general elections. Yes. Now, he kept people wondering, he said, we're not going to say anything if PDP don't call us for reconciliation. Mm. We know what we are doing. And he engaged on even diplomatic shuttles with his colleague, the G5 sure governors, and then they had strategic meetings. Now, at the end, we saw what happened at the end of the day. Now, he used the PDP platform. It was his structure to bring a governor. He still used the same structure to aid in bringing the president to power or allowing the president to have his way to win the elections in River State. Now, that same structure he wants to play is like a joker for him or it's like a political. Mm. Now, if it doesn't work this way for him, it can work this way. And I think that's the kind of game he wants to play to maintain. He wants to maintain a structure that, okay, if, you, if, this, it, do, if it doesn't work here, I'll always use it or I can use it either ways on how the political terrain suits me. At my, now, now, again, that's where the disconnect between him and Fubara. Fubara now feels he's a sitting governor. No matter what kind of influence you want to have, can you allow me to also have my own influence? Because I, the state is under my, 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 my influence now, under my uh, fiat. Watch. Yes, I have the security. I have everything. And so that uh, seems not to be going well with Fubara, who is just starting. But like I said, again, it's too early for Fubara. For I felt he would have stayed for like one or two years, allowed things to be. Like I said, I'm not justifying you saying yes sir yes sir when you know that things are wrong but there are mm. things that you have to be strategic and then allow things to then time will come when you finally had your way in governance you are just and then you now know what to do the question is mm. does he harbor an ambition possibly a presidential ambition mm. and Macchio, by the end of the president's four years mm. perhaps he said he certainly would contest mm. election mm. we know how these things happen yes. Would Wiki at some point say, look, I want to contest the presidency and that is why my structure has to be intact, has to be in place. And if the president completes an eight-year mm, tenure, mm. the South has to give way for the North, North. to produce the next president. Yes. So to what extent does the relevance of all of this structural tussle hold sway? Yes, you see, the, 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 the extent at which this structural tussle holds sway, they are from two perspectives, like I said. I've given the perspective from the local at the subnational level, which is River State itself. And so the issue of structure, Wiki will be fighting between him and Fubara because Fubara will be looking at his own political survival. Like likewise, Wiki, like you've said, let's assume he wants to he is maintaining this structure for his presidential ambition in the next four years. The 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 the, the, the one of the dangers of it, except if he has an agreement with the presidency to come out like a kind of decoy. Mm. Yeah. Just like the, yeah. the yeah. Yeah. play cards yes, to whittle down the opposition. Thank you, thank mm. you. If not, if he wants to really come out for president, then it will be a, a, a danger between him. There will be a fight between him and the presidency at long run because there's that tendency. His Excellency, the president of the uh, Federal Republic mm. of Nigeria, will want to recontest again, and so by the time he he is going to recontest, it will no. bring about chaos between the two of them. That's on one angle. Mm. By the time the president finishes his eight-year tenure. I don't think we can rather, perhaps, the next thing he will want to do is to use the same structure to look for somebody from the north that will come out of president. And maybe he will want to stand in as vice president. Can he maybe. trust an alliance with the north? Maybe. Looking at the Tamboal event again, can he trust an alliance with the north? So he, he may not want to trust it. And that is why, again, if he decides to play a card, he will want to play a card and said, okay, this is my structure. Whatever it is, let me see what you will do, and then I'll. And that's what exactly what he did with Tinubu. The moment that he could not reconcile with Atiku and yes. the Tambo after the primaries, he wanted to use that structure to have a kind of bargaining. 
And then the moment they disappointed him with the vice presidential slot, he now said, okay, I'll use my structure. And then, you know, he consistently said that in his campaigns, mm. that do you know the strategic position or the political relevance of River State? Mm. You know, you can't he kept, on, ham kept on hammering on, on, on the political mm. relevance of River State yeah. to Nigerian politics. Well, talking about structure, let's yes. come back to the ECOWAS <laughs> meeting that happened um, a few days ago where different West African heads mm -hmm. of states were gathered together in Abuja to speak about what, talk about the coups and come against the coup. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm about to say might probably be a conspiracy theory. Um, okay. A lot of people have come up with the sentiment or the opinion that mm -hmm. The fact that defense is taking a large chunk of our budget, mm -hmm. are we certainly not sure that um, the president is scared that a coup will happen in Nigeria? We've seen that in Niger, we've seen it in Mali, we've mm -hmm. seen it in Burkina Faso. There were also attempted coups in Guinea-Bissau and Syria mm -hmm. alone. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he is scared that something like that might happen in the country? Because we're already seeing um, French military groups coming up from different West African regions, mm -hmm. trying to come together and merge together to create a more stronger forefront. Yeah, so do you, th do you think that that, that is what, the, what it is? Yeah, you can't, you can't uh, take that off. But I think uh, on one hand, the president is trying to justify why he's been voted into power because one of the issues he raised in the course of his campaigns was the issue of uh, national security, security yes. uh, with regards to issues of terrorism, banditry, kidnappings, and the rest. So it is natural for any president to want to improve or increase his defense spending mm. you know, on such areas. And like I told you, give it to him that, uh, well, to some extent, since uh, this government came into power, we've not really, the, the attacks have not been at a, a, a very wide, yes, yes, mm -hmm. as pronounced as the way since May 29th, and now you can count, you know. But again, you can also take off the issue of uh, regime survival too, you know, because even during the immediate past president that left, you remember twice, there were these uh, issues the that issues came up came that up, yeah. coup scares of coup and then at the point in time Buratai had to come out to denounce and say no the, the armed forces of Nigeria or the Nigerian army are loyal to the president and commander-in-chief of the Nigerian armed forces. Buratai mm. first made that statement and then subsequently even late General Atahiru, mm. the former chief of army staff and then General Irabotu made such, such pronouncements yeah. that they are always loyal you know each time and those statements came from this perspective of the rumors of coup and then yes and there are tendencies of that especially the one that happened that is it guinea bissau a two a coup shortly before yes, buhari before. left power now again under this government with the rampant coups you know that are happening knowing fully well the accusations of how the president came into power and the rest and then looking at the this the, the, the dissenting voices that have been that are coming from different countries in africa on their expression with this coup some are, in fact the coups have been accepted you know especially in niger the coup was accepted and people jubilated and celebrated mm. and so the president is natural for him to want to protect his interests and want to justify to nigerians why but again let's see how it goes but it's always natural but again looking at the issue of the ECOWAS. It's by extension, yeah. looking at how they want to strengthen defense and security in the region. Mm. Now, one of the issues they raised during this 64th session is the fact that they want to tackle the issue of banditry insurgency around the Sahel yeah. region. Yes, which Niger, Mauritania, Mali share common boundaries and they have a similar problem. And it has always been attributed that the issues emanating from those regions always affects Nigeria, especially through the Lake Chad uh, region. Amazing, yeah. And so, yes, they will want to strengthen defense in that uh, capacity. But again, some of the Francophone countries, especially the ones that we've experienced coups uh, recently, are not really comfortable with the French uh, forces stationed Springing around up, yeah. their borders. And so they've had to evacuate or tell the French forces to leave their bases. Mm. And then some of them are beginning to sign defense pact with uh, the Wagner group in Russia, some of those machineries. And in Mali, for them, is like bringing them success that the French has not really helped, mm. you know, in addressing the... And now they are getting results with the, uh, the Russian uh, groups. So let's see what happens. We'll keep observing. All right. Thank mm. you so much. Yes, you can be a part of the conversation this morning. The numbers to call are 90 
0818-212-1877 or 0811-218-777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. And you can be part of the conversation via our social media handle on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash JFM Jaws of X at JFM Jaws. Don't forget, we're asking you is River State's decision making affected by the 27 lawmakers leaving PDP for the APC and plus the ECOWAS discusses attempted coups in Guinea-Bissau and Syria Leone. What's your take on ECOWAS' approach to the deepening crisis in the region? Be a part of the conversation this morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you very much. Good morning. Very good morning, Abigail. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? God bless you. Go ahead. 30 seconds, please. I like the way you are just analyze uh, uh, all what is happening. You know, uh, it's very unfortunate in Nigeria. We we we, we want to party and to serve the country. Of course, every leader, every elected leader belongs to a party. Uh, we have multiple parties, of course. But the question uh, I want to ask is: Does the party supersede uh, the, the, the the will of Nigerians? It is expected that if once you've won an election, focus on governance. What is that there again? Crisis between uh, Fubara and Wiki, as far as I'm concerned. Wiki is, uh, is, a, is like a governor in, in, in MPP. Fubara is a governor. And I always ask this. You know, uh, Wiki, it seems to me like Wiki is a power strong. You are doing well in Abuja. What is going to tell you? Who was controlling Wiki when you were, when you were governor in Rivers? Thank you so much for your contribution this morning. Hello, good morning. I'll do well to call about the numbers still to call 09055666699 or 08121877777. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I'm Radio Mama. I'm calling from Rancia. Radio Mama, go ahead. Please have 40 seconds. How can you tell your cat? Your pet cat, whatever they fish in your basket, in the house. I, I don't know if I'm somewhere I'm going. I'm, that I'm is the issue now. Understand. You see, the problem is that, Mr. President, you know, this is all this is that's happening. As far as I'm concerned, it's my opinion. It's planned. It has been planned. That's what they are, the structure we can talk about. Mm. An average um, well, position, Nigerian position, is thinking about the future. Mr. Winke, I heard him. I heard him not say, he said on television that he has no regrets. And he's still going to work for him to complete his eight years when they were interviewing him, asking him about his political ambition. Before that, he's not a fool. He wants to, uh, you know, map out the strategy, if at all. He wants to attain that position. So he would he, he would prefer to be able to finish his eight years. That's what he said. And he's supposed to be in PDP. Mm-hmm. I blame PDP for the way they're behaving. And then I think himself that is the presidential candidate, the serial presidential candidate. Is it is this a record party? Is it just to be picking up the tickets? What are, what are they doing? Because I I I, I wonder that but before now they have done sanctions. What, what kind of what kind of funding is he doing that they cannot sanction him all this way? Mm. That's that's sorry, but the only selling grace now is the one I listened to brief. Mm. Only seven this morning, that is that woman activist in the Nigerian right. The only seven grace is if because of the position of um I mean uh, river state, you know, the economy economy of this country, out of fear. That they might destabilize and they will not be able to fund that budget. Maybe that will make Tinubu uh, down to now see reason and make sure there's a kind of uh, uh, settle that make If not, the whole thing is to impeach him. That's what my mind is telling. That's what they want to do. They want, want to impeach him and then let him be handed over right. to uh, 
I mean, River State would hand it over to APC. That is it. It's a simple as that. All right, so, then. But the economy of the country is strategic. Mm. They don't want to fund that budget. Okay. Thank you so much, Radio Mama, for your contribution to the show this morning. Still, don't forget, we are asking you on Facebook, is River State's decision-making affected by the 27 lawmakers leaving PDP for APC, www.facebook.com, forward slash JFM Joss, and off X at JFM Joss. Hello, good morning. Uh, big, uh, big, uh, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where you calling us from? Uh, big, uh, this is uh, Jusa from Sibiosho. I just because uh, of our time, you have 40 seconds, please. It's very unfortunate what we are witnessing in the hand of these people that claim they are for the masses. And, uh, well, my own personal opinion is that uh, they want to make Nigeria one-party state. But unfortunately for them, by the grace of God, it will not work. Uh, so, uh, 27 uh, House of Assembly in the state, the camp overnight, after people getting mandate of, 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 of the people, is very, very unfortunate. But what I'm just urging Nigeria, I've said this night time without number. If we did not rise up and send APC packing from political arena of Nigeria, we can never get it. God bless you this morning. Thank you so much, Isad, for your contribution this morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Jacob, good morning. Good morning, sir. That's a great comment on the line. Come Brenner. Welcome to the show. 40 seconds, uh, please. Go ahead. He that made a statement in there. He said, politics, my character, a philosopher. Every man being a political animal. Politics in Nigeria are people who do that. We should be upright in Making sure that we get it right. People should not be playing prank. The government of poverty of Nigeria is not allowed. Well, I want to ask you, to you to caution somebody like Gandhi and Kano? Someone like someone like uh, this, our man here, who is a foreign government, a government, a government, People should not be exposing their political acts. What can say the APC is a cancer? What is that for? This is again. The other thing is that if you come for your avoid their position, you know their position. Today is organizing to determine which pro which is in the to link GDP to to APC. But I think who care is a warrior. So you want to escape this and go. It is not equal and the other people fighting. Everybody, every is on the And remember, he has tortured his political leg. He even said that it's no longer what he is. He stopped for the time. Many people got some money, got some contract, got some power. Mm. You should be very careful. All right. What can you do? can you somebody like you? You can go in about 18 years or something like that. Thank you so much for your contribution. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I have to cut you short, sir, because of our time. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Seems to be agitated uh, about what is happening in River States. We'll head on to our social media platform this morning for your comments. On Facebook, Dimas Bala says, It's very hard to believe in Nigeria, honestly. Do our politicians have integrity at all? Felkuka Gohan says, River State's case is a fight between the lions. Suleiman Jibril says, To me, the 27 lawmakers left the ruling party, that's the PDP in the state, to APC, um, because that's the way to go for them. Okay, I mean, Abdullahi Shoibu says, I think the problem of our politicians are not from the parties, rather their own interests. Also, Ekiase says, politics of cash out practice in this country is really unfortunate. We can't go on because of time. All right. Also, um, I wanted you to react to some of the responses um, that we 
um, from respond get your response from some of the comments that we've had and the reactions of um, <coughs> citizens of the country. Yes, uh, one of the reactions I want to make is I still want to lay emphasis on this issue of uh, like one of the comments I, I just had from on Facebook where politics now is not all about the electorate, it's all about po the politicians wanting to cash out or wanting to establish or out of greed because uh, it's it's very unusual like again let me cast our minds back to the some of the issues that were raised at the house of assembly apart from the two accusations of the governor not releasing funds for the members of the house of assembly yeah. and the issue of um him not uh, uh doing what is about they now accused him again that he suspended a democratically elected uh chairman the democratically elected chairman of the local, the government, local government and yes. then he instituted caretaker committees another accusation in fact about seven accusations and all those accusations when we tell ourselves the truth can we sincerely say that in the 36 states of nigeria the right thing is being done mm -hmm. the same thing accusations that have been made all these things have been happening consistently but you see unfortunately it is only when you want to have somebody as a scapegoat or you want to have a pound of flesh on somebody mm -hmm. you begin to raise such concerns that democratic uh we've seen governors coming in removing democratically elected chairman and then installing their own and somebody will come and do the same thing at one point uh, at what point are we able to reconcile and this is something that we need to consider going forward secondly again i want to raise an issue to say at the end of the day it is the president and commander-in-chief of the armed forces that he has the everything the key to be able to tackle this, to neutralize this threat, because it is seriously a threat to national security. But has, has it been effective see. so far? We've seen the case yeah. of Ondo State too. Yes, it has not been effective. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Or maybe there's no follow-up, or maybe there's a conspiracy somewhere. Yes, because I remember during President Obasanjo, he never allowed such things to spiral in such uh, magnitude. magnitude. Yes, mm. you know, he is always there to address, because whatever happens at the subnational level, you bet me, Going forward, if this thing should continue with the way it's happening, you see, foreign uh, embassies will begin to give travel advisories, advisories, uh, or advisory to their uh, fellow countrymen mm. on whether to visit this state or not. As political as you see it, but again, like I said, it's it affects a other it sectors. It affects other sectors. Mm. Yes. So that's what I have to say. All right. Um, we're hoping that, um, for especially for River State, they are able to put their house in order and. Um, I think one of the things is to push away sentiments, put, a, put away politics, mm -hmm. and think about the electorate, as you said. Think about the people who they are governing, because it dis, at some point, actually distorts governance. It distorts the well-being mm -hmm. when it comes to making sure that the citizens actually enjoy what is called good governance. And um, I'm hoping we've come this far um, as a country mm -hmm. to be going through such things at the moment. And it's almost like instead of moving forward, we're moving 10 steps backwards yes. and it's really disheartening sometimes to talk about it or when you just think about it it's quite disheartening that those at, at the receiving end is not the politicians it's the people who live in such states i want to thank you so much mr caesar pie for coming You're on right. the show it was a pleasure having you here thank the you. final words from gilbert joseph in the do state a similar scenario appears to be playing out mm -hmm. philip shaibu seeking election and his boss god you know basiki um is not comfortable with that Already, they're pulling down his billboards, and the man is crying. Um, that's not the way to go with our politics. And uh, with the benefit of hindsight, Obaseki was aided by former governor. Yes, he was. Um, <laughs> and they have fallen. They have since fallen apart. Mm. You know, Pastor Eze Yamu was in the APC. Yes, he was. And Wiki so fought tooth and nail to help Obaseki win re-election. Mm. So you have these things. People don't learn from history. Mm. It's not about history repeating itself. Yes. It's people repeating yes. their mistakes. Yes. I think. Yeah. Very, very true. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show this morning. Don't forget, 10 o'clock, the news comes up. Keep your eyes locked on to J101 for 9 FM. And make sure to stay warm today. Good morning. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.